1: You're listening to the Jason Greger Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, your digital home for online gaming excitement, including casino, live dealer, lottery instance, and sport betting. Sign up today at PlayAlberta.ca. Munzer, Laurianne,
2: how you doing? terrific happy friday jason happy, how are you
1: i am i am great uh excited lots to, to discuss and and today i want to talk about um you know we, we talk a lot to, in this segment about the mental toughness part of it because you know the old adage was hey it's you know five percent uh, physical 95 percent mental people have a different percentage on what they want but it definitely plays a huge part of sports but also in life and it was interesting Stuart skinner yesterday kind of made a comment hey man it's an honor when they're chanting your name or booing your name They're saying your name. And so, you know, when they're booing, maybe you don't love it in the moment, but it's still like they know who you are. That's a pretty big thing. And, you know, he talked about how, you know, in the moment, maybe it's not great, but then you move past it. Right. And I think in life, a lot of us struggle. Like I know people, they, you know what, they're in love and all of a sudden they get broken up with and they're like, oh, I'm never loving again. And they'll like, they'll go years where they can't get over it. Right? And so in sports there's a tough loss and you know some people can't get over it or somebody says something bad and and they just let it fester. What what's your advice on on how people can move on from those crushing losses whether it's in your personal life or in sports? Like how do you train yourself to to mentally move on from it?
2: It's a tough one. It's really hard and you have to just go what's the lesson here? Because if it keeps happening over and over and over again, there's something there that maybe is being missed and it might be worth it to go back and take a look at it and go, what the heck is going on? And just press pause on your movie as you're writing your life and experiencing it and just go, okay, where have I been? What's been working? What's not working? And then more importantly, I think, is... Be grateful for those experiences because with those lessons, you're going to learn more, believe it or not, when it's tough, when it's hard or in sports when you're losing than when you're winning. Because if you're winning all the time, all the time, all the time and not pausing and going, hey, how can we actually improve? There's no challenge. And part of the challenge is to grow. It's like, what are you learning? But when it gets really hard is when you find out all of the essence of what it is that you're made up of. What do you believe in? What do you value? What's most important? What? Where do you really want to go with this? And you got to pause and, and take a look at it and go, okay, am I going to change this or am I going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again?
1: Well, it's interesting you say that because I know, um, for a lot of people, you know, they, when you call it to relationships or maybe even at work, right? they I keep, you know what, uh, I've gotten let go at a few places or I'm never happy at work. Yeah. But you're the constant, right? Even in relationships, if you're dating Sarah and Julie and, and Sam, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, or whether whatever, then you're dating Paul, Peter and Mike, but Don't don't forget Mary. Sure. Mary. Um, Either way, a lot of people end up choosing the same person with a different name. Yes. Right? And But they're, it's really they have to look within. So how do you look within? What's the first step to really looking within? Because I think for athletes sometimes you have to look within to say, okay, what I'm doing isn't right. But how do I change it? Like it's easy to say I want to change it. So what's the first step to look internally to make that change? What do you want? That's
2: the first question you have to answer. Most people never, ever answer that question. What do I want? What do you want? Mm. Okay, here's the thing. I've got Aladdin's lamp in my backpack here today. I brought it into the station. I don't know if you know that.
1: Do you a genie now? Are you going to be running? Absolutely. Absolutely. So
2: I'm going to grant you three wishes, and Ooh. I'm going to grant all of our listeners three wishes. I know it's past Christmas. Yeah, yeah. It's past January 1st. But if you could have three wishes of anything that you want...
1: What would you want? So I, I would, for, see, to me, it's interesting because people always say world peace. Well, the problem with wishing for world peace is you, you know, you have such a small input. To me, if I was going to wish for something, I want to wish for something that I could have control over, that it's plausible to me, right? Okay. Um,
2: so let me change the question because you said, well, I wish for, what do you want? If you could have
1: three concrete things. What do I want? What would you want? Well, number one, I would want to be able to shave my head today. That would be the first thing that I would I'll want. Oh, go get the clippers. Yeah. Well, I know, but then I would be dishonoring something. So I can't. Okay. But I'll hold it, tight. Yeah. Uh, so I guess I would want a time machine then, right? Cause then I could move ahead a month and then it would be done. Um, okay. I would want, and I actually just, you know, and I've started it, but I want to, uh, work out consistently more again. I had a had an issue with my calf and now it's fine and so i've said i want to get back to three days a week right and i wanted to set a number that i felt was realistic to to obtain early on so that's one okay that's two i guess for sure and then the third one would be a new bicycle um no i don't want a new bike i you know i would i want a new hockey stick mine's older than dirt Mm. okay okay and i could go buy the hockey stick so that's pretty easy Right Now, and the, the three-day workout thing is just a commitment to doing it, right? Because like, a lot of people, like it's January now, how many people have made a New Year's resolution about they want to lose weight or they want to work out? And literally by January 20th, it's gone, right? Happens all the time. We've so, already
2: lost 25% today.
1: Yeah, right? So you say something is one thing. Mm-hmm. How do you ensure that you hold yourself accountable? What are the tips to holding yourself accountable?
2: Great question. I always say, write it down. Because then you're 50%, you're halfway there to achieving it already. So we can think about it, and most people don't think about it. They just go out and jump on the bad way. If you take a moment and think about it, what is it that you want, and then you start writing it down, you're halfway there. The next part is create a plan for the week, Monday through Sunday, or if you work uh, Sunday to Saturday. I work Monday to Sunday. Write down... And figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to execute it for the next seven days. And then when you get to Sunday or day number seven, take a look back and go, what was great? What worked? What didn't work? Are there any gaps? Did I fall off the bandwagon? Okay, fine. Get up today. Start again. And then what would you shift or change? Did you start out and go too hard? Okay. um, If you said, I want to walk an hour every day and you only got out once okay, well, let's take a look at it. Go maybe 10 minutes is better or 15 minutes. Everybody goes, oh, I could do 15 minutes. Okay, well then chart 15 minutes and then go and put the check mark. At the end of the seventh day, take a look back and go, how consistent was I? Did I hit four days out of seven? Did I hit seven out of seven? Did I hit two or three? And you're going to figure out what's working and what's not working. And then, Once you make that a habit for about four to six weeks, only then I would say, let's add something else or lengthen it a little bit more. And I wouldn't add more than five minutes because everybody will go, okay, I'll double the time. But realistic, there's going to be a bunch of other things coming up that is like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And I would rather have you be consistent. And I call them the three L's. You do a little bit, lots of time over a long period of time. Those are the three L's, and that's repetition. The three right? L's, mm. three L's for Loriann. Oh, okay, the three L's. Right, a little bit. Yeah, lots of time, like lots of reps. Yeah, over a longer period of time.
1: Right, but I read a book about habits. I'm reading a book right now about talked about habits, and it said, you know, for a lot of people, you you can make a goal of trying to improve by one percent. Mm-hmm. Every day. And if you do that over the course of a year, you'll be 37 times better at whatever thing you're trying to do. But you'd have to do it to improve 1% day. Now, some people say, well, eventually there's going to be a ceiling. And it was interesting when they say that because I look at Zach Hyman. And Zach Hyman, I'm, I'm trying to bring this back to sports. But Zach Hyman, career high was 21 goals before he came to Edmonton. Then it went to 27. Then it went to 36. Now he's on pace for 52. Now, So even if he gets to 45, that's still another career best mm-hmm. and i asked him what he's been working on and he says well for me i know where i score most of my goals from so that's what i work on the most i'm not wasting time in practice yes. focusing on long shots because 95 percent of the shots i take are from within 10 feet so that's what he works on and then he not only just works on shooting he works on okay i watch video how can i get the goalie to move so it's going to increase my chances of scoring Right, and it was fascinating, and and that's how you improve. Even after being in the NHL for ten years, if you want to keep improving, you have to look because I think sometimes people, oh, you got to have a well rounded game, but they end up wasting time working on things that ultimately they're probably not going to use on the day of competition.
2: Exactly, and you spend so much time working on things that are not going to serve you. So if you pick something that is. Something you love to do, because that's a component too that's really important, is if you're doing the stuff you love to do, Jason, it's not work. It's fun. You're excited about doing it. You want to do more of it. You want to go longer. You want to spend more time. You want to bring your friends in, right? And when it's fun, it's not work. But if you're having to work on all the crappy stuff that's just not working or that you're not really good at... What are you doing?
1: Laurie Ann Munzer joins us. And we have people texting, guys, it's easy to say, go do the things Laurie says, but most people can't do it. From Frank. Well, Frank, I think you're probably, well, I wouldn't say most people can't do it. Most people choose not to do it because it's, change is hard, right? Like, if you, want to, if you want to lose even 15 pounds, that means you've got to change your eating habits, probably change your exercise Actually, habits. Actually, you don't have to.
2: You don't have to? No. If you just took 50% of the butter... 50% of the salt, 50% of the junk.
1: But isn't that still changing your habits though?
2: I know, but it's not as much. Like, yeah, okay. Like it's not, I'm eliminating something. Yes, I agree. I remember like when I eliminated certain things from my diet, I started craving some really crazy stuff. And it was because my body was missing, you know, the, the sugars, the carbohydrates. Um, and, and it it took me a bit to figure that out. But if you start to create that awareness, what am I doing? So that's the same thing as we were talking about. I'm the common denominator of success or failure if things aren't working out, is what are you actually doing? Because if you don't know, you can't change anything.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense for sure. So, yeah, like cutting it down doesn't mean you have to cut it out, right? It's cutting it down, um, walking, exercise, the combination. And like if anybody wants to get a six pack, because I know I tried really hard for a few years and I just it came down to the point. I was like, well, eventually I was like, well, why am I doing this? Because there's really no yep. physical benefit for me. I wanted to look in the mirror once and say, oh, hey, I had it. But it was such the last like half of inch was so strict on, you know, beans and chicken and everything else. I was just like, well, there's no enjoyment in my life. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. Right. Yep. And, and then I and, and kind of had to grieve it. But, but I was like, well, who cares? Because really, I was only doing it to want to look in a mirror. And, and I said, so then when I do it once, then what happens? I'm not going to maintain it. So what the hell's the point? Yeah. Right, so I I, tr- I look at things and say, okay, I want to maintain, you know, a certain level of strength because I think that's beneficial long term to me. Yes, yep. Yeah.
2: And and the, you you touch on a really good component because if it's not making you happy, if you, if if you're not in love with the idea, why are you doing it? If you, if you don't like working out. Don't go work out. Let's do something else. Let's figure out something else that you love to do. Because when you've got your why figured out, why do I get up at quarter to five every morning? Why do I go to bed? Sometimes it's really late and I still get up at quarter to five because I love my morning routine. It's just, that's what just lights me up. And when you speak to people, you know, look at Connor, look at, you know, Skinner, different ways of looking at things, but there's something that lights them up that Mm -hmm. they go, i'm just doing this yeah regardless of what's going on
1: yeah that that's the key is to find find a way to make it that you enjoy because if you hate working out like you literally hate it and you tell yourself you hate it well then eventually you're going to stop doing it
2: yeah and it's not going to be beneficial like you can never ever get that time back again so why not do something different but something that you love to do that could give you like similar same or even more benefits and if you're happy doing
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited
2: time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What you're doing, it's a no gamer. It like, you're done. Awesome. Lorianne,
1: great stuff as always. Uh, Have yourself a great weekend. And you too.